Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Ever wondered how a book gets made into a movie? Or how to master the art of cooking? Either way, we've got you covered with the Two Guys from Hollywood podcast. I'm Alan Nevins, a literary agent and talent manager. And I'm Joey Santos, a columnist and celebrity chef. On our podcast, we're going to be serving you a fresh perspective of the entertainment industry alongside our favorite celebrity guests. As we like to say, we don't dish, we serve. Listen and follow Two Guys from Hollywood on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. We'll talk at you soon. Hey everyone, it's Michelle Williams, and I love being able to share my story with you on my podcast, Checking In with Michelle Williams, where my guests and I, we get real as we share the ups and downs of our mental health journeys, and I'd love for you to join me. Hey, it's going to be your church and your turn up. So listen to Checking In with Michelle Williams every Tuesday, a part of the Black Effect on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. If you want to listen live, all you have to do is download the iHeartRadio app and search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Also, if you want to catch this show on video, be sure to check out Zumo TV, channel 719. That's where you can find SportsGrid's Fantasy Sports Network. Enjoy the show, and thanks so much for listening. Not as a businessman, but as a business man. And I think Kobe was a forefront of that. Monday and Thursday, 7 to 8 p.m. Eastern on FMTSY Radio and on the SportsGrid Network. Pharrell has taken over. Let's go. It's Pharrell. Coast to coast. Steaks, chicks, stacks. You and I are going to make a lot of money. It's Pharrell. Coast to coast. All right, coast to coast. Pharrell with you from the FanDuel Sportsbook. In the plush Meadowlands, across from New York City, people dressed in plastic bags, directing traffic, some kind of fashion, shake it up, stupid. All my friends that come around, flats of flats of party up, rats on the west side, bed bugs uptown. What a mess, this town's a tattered, my brains are splattered all over Manhattan, Shadoobie, shake out. Ooh. All right, Carver High's with me in here. Everybody's back at Master Control on 35th in the Renaissance at the Versa. Restaurant and bar. I was there Friday night on a pain-free Friday styling. That place is cool. They're gigging down there. We're coming off the Super Bowl in Miami at the Hard Rock in South FLA with all of that gorgeous. <laughs> and, of course, the Chiefs got it done. They win it with a huge late spurt, if you will. And they pull off the stunning comeback. Down 10 with seven minutes to go. And they win the Super Bowl for Andy Reid, and Mahomes is the MVP and everything else. What a stud he was. The bomb to Hill, the difference. And, of course, Williams had a huge game. Controversy at the uh, goal line. Did he get over before he stepped out of bounds? I don't think he did. Uh, I can't even fathom they didn't argue that. Seriously. I, I, I mean, that guy, Carver High, that guy was out. That's just all there is to it. He was out of bounds. His foot was out of bounds before he crossed that goal line with uh, going over the pylon. That's all there is to it. I mean, how can you sit there and watch 
football all season long and every single replay they show a thousand times and the play-by-play color guy buck aikman will argue about whether or not a play was you know legit or not and then they got these guys like Pereira, whatever his name is and they all sat there and said it's too hard to decide too hard to decide i wasn't even drunk and i could decide Carver High, you can't deny that was uh, out of bounds. I, I thought it was super close, super close. I thought it was, you know, by milliseconds he was out of bounds before, before he put that ball over the goal line. Just really close. And then uh, I couldn't even believe that they let this guy sweep around the end and score that touchdown after, you know, they had scored. And then this guy goes hizzy, and that was the end of the game right there. But, I mean, they had three timeouts left, and I thought that they would, you know, make some stops, for God's sakes, and then try to get the ball back with under a minute and, and have one last crack at it. I thought their play calling was atrocious. We'll get into that. We're going to talk about all the games coming up tonight in the NBA and in college basketball, NHL, three in the college hoops, three in the NBA. In fact, why don't we get an update right now from Carver High. Sports Grid News Update. All right, Scotty, like you were just talking about, Super Bowl 54 yesterday in Miami. The Chiefs come storming back with a 21-point fourth quarter to beat the Niners 31-20. The Chiefs have came back from 10-plus down in all three postseason games. Patrick Mahomes wins the MVP. The Chiefs are the early 6-1 favorite to repeat as champs next year. NCAA Hoops Top 25 AP poll released today. Baylor once again the number one grabbing 49 out of the 65 first place votes. Gonzaga, Kansas, San Diego State, and Louisville round out the top five. Reports say the Rockets are shopping center Clint Capella. They're talking to several Eastern Conference teams exploring three-team trade possibilities, anything that would help them acquire the draft assets they need to get an impact wing player. Tonight in the NBA, plenty of action early. Pacers minus five hosting the Mavericks, total 212 and a half. The Warriors are in D.C. The Wizards are minus six, total 235. The Knicks are in Cleveland. Cavs minus two and a half right now, 215 and a half the total. Orlando minus five, road favorite in Charlotte against the Hornets. Celtics are minus five, road favorite as well in Atlanta. Good one in Miami tonight. The Heat minus three against the 76ers, total right now at 212. College Hoops, number eight, Florida State hosting North Carolina. Cole Anthony returned over the weekend for the Tar Heels. Seminoles minus nine right now. Number three, Kansas minus 14 and a half hosting Texas. And number one, Baylor in action visiting Kansas State Bears minus seven and a half right now. Light night in the NHL. Dallas minus 135 favorite in MSG against the Rangers. Toronto hosting the Panthers minus 190. And Philadelphia into Detroit to take on the Red Wings. Flyers minus 110, uh, 210 I should say right now. I'm Carver High with a Sports Grid update. You want the edge? Get on the grid. All right, Carver. Hi. Uh, so, uh, you know, I just had, like, just so you know, I, I just want to uh, uh, go over this a little bit. I mean, it's just been the craziest uh, weekend for me ever, you know. Uh, I was all fired up to, you know, watch the Super Bowl and everything, and I was going to some huge bash, and it was all evolving, and then, uh, I had like I ended up having like the worst day ever on on Saturday, and um, so uh, you know 
couple things. One, uh, the podcast for Pharrell on a Bench is going to start uh, later today. Is that about right, Carver High? Like, it's going to run at midnight and 5 a.m. on the Fantasy Sports Network, the radio side. Isn't that correct? That is correct. And then, so that'll be every day. The, the podcast will run at midnight and 5 a.m.? Correct. And then I, I guess once he puts it up, uh, Mafia yes. is going to put it up. It, it'll be available on, like, iTunes right. and things any, of this nature. Any places that you get your podcast, you'll be able to pick it up there as well. All right, so I tell the story on uh, more extensively on the podcast uh, today that'll come out tonight. and It might come out later today, and then it'll be up at midnight and 5 a.m. no matter what on uh, the Fantasy Network. So what happened was is that uh, I got the most horrific phone call on Saturday, um, just devastating, as uh, one of my best friends my entire life, and he was a a guy that was notorious on my radio show, Pharrell on a Bench, over the years. Uh, You know, forever this guy was on my radio show, and everyone knew him as Captain Thunder. He was my NASCAR uh, reporter. Do you remember him, Carver High? I do remember Captain Thunder, absolutely. Okay, so Captain Thunder had a need for speed. Uh, he was uh, the ultimate, like... You always talk to him around race time, too. The big races were coming up, right. Daytona, any of that stuff. You name it, he went to it. And I went to it with him. I've been to the Daytona 500. I've been to all these races. Uh, you name it, I've been to it. And uh, I partied with this guy like no one's business. And I got this phone call on Saturday that um, he had died. And um, it was the most awful phone call I think I've ever had in my life. Uh, One of our dear friends uh, who lives in uh, California, uh, Joey Blunts, called me up and he was writhing in pain screaming and crying and literally bawling and I didn't know what was going on and I was like what is happening what tell me what is happening and he told me that uh John Boy I called him John Boy Inc notorious on my show John Boy Inc aka Captain Thunderhead had died in a skiing accident in the Appalachian Mountains he was with his family his um beautiful wife Danielle his gorgeous daughter, Sammy, and his uh, son, Ty. Um, I have known them for three decades. I have been friends with them since uh, the kids were born. I saw them uh, in diapers. I saw them raised. Uh, I saw her go to uh, the University of Alabama. She's a freshman in Tuscaloosa right now, Roll Tide, right? And uh, I've seen uh, the son, Ty, now 16, uh, is a quarter midget national champ race car driver. The guy literally, um, you know, rolls in the race cars, uh, he, a quarter midgets on dirt tracks, and he's all over the place, uh, he, all over the country racing. And he races Carver High like 30-year-old men. I mean, the guy's no joke. He's 16 years old, and he's taking on grown men and and these, you know, Friday, Saturday night wars on dirt. He's a great uh Driver, the, the kid's going to be like a, a NASCAR driver one day. I really believe that. So what happened was um, he was skiing with his family, and he crashed into a uh, snowmaking machine late night around midnight, uh, you know, night skiing, and at a high rate of speed uh, crashed into this thing and uh, was dead on impact. They tried to revive him. 
for an hour, and uh, he didn't make it. And uh, it's just been the most awful weekend for me. I didn't care about uh, anything else, the Super Bowl, nothing. Uh, I lost one of my best friends in a tragic accident, and it was just the craziest thing. It's just kind of ruined my life uh, to lose him. It's just uh, beyond words. I can't even express to you the devastation that it's caused. His family, his wife, his kids, he's going to be... Uh, laid out on Friday of this week and, and buried on Saturday. And um, he lives down in, uh, like, Daytona, Cape Canaveral area where they uh, NASA, you know, does the rocket ships and um, Cocoa Beach. And uh, I lived with him in Boca in, you know, Miami forever and knew him forever. And I, he had a lot of problems. Like, he was a Knowles fan. That's a major problem, Carver High, in one's life. <laughs> it sure so, is. So, you know, but we used to go to all the Knowles, Miami Canes game. It's all about the U, son. And then uh, went to Yankees games and Giants Steeler games and everything. He grew up on the Jersey Shore. I lost my dear friend, Captain Thunder. God rest his soul. Rest in peace, brother. I dedicate this show to you, John Boy Inc. Horrible loss in our lives. Everyone knew him on the radio show as well. And uh, I'm just absolutely mortified at what's happened. It's just the worst, man. I can't believe it. Uh, it's just torture. Uh, God rest his soul. Want to light the lamp on DraftKings and FanDuel this NHL DFS season? Then join DailyRoto.com and learn from the best daily fantasy sports players. Get updated fantasy hockey projections for NHL DFS, line combinations, and build stacks for tournaments in the Daily Roto NHL DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy hockey without using Daily Roto, you are doing it wrong. Enter the promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. Hey everyone, it's Michelle Williams, and I love being able to share my story with you on my podcast, Checking In with Michelle Williams, where my guests and I get real as we share the ups and downs of our mental health journeys, and I'd love for you to join me. I'm still on my own journey, but I want to be transparent with you, because as I was posting all the highlights of my life on social media, I was breaking down. And too many people fall victim to the picture-perfect image of the high life, so I created a space to discuss the good and the bad. We can laugh, man. We, we gonna learn. And most of all, I hope to inspire you to go on this journey with me to better mental health. This is gonna be your church, your turn up, and everything in between. So join me on my podcast, Checking In with Michelle Williams, a safe space for every kind of person. Listen to Checking In with Michelle Williams every Tuesday, a part of the Black Effect on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Have you written a book and need some insight into what comes next? Or are you passionate about cooking and want to know how to make it your career? Or maybe you just want to hear insider stories about the entertainment industry. Either way, we've got you covered with the Two Guys from Hollywood podcast. I'm Alan Nevins, a literary agent and talent manager. And I'm Joey Santos, a columnist and celebrity chef. And on our podcast, Two Guys from Hollywood, we bring our expertise to the table with, of course, delicious cocktails and all kinds of recipes for you to try at home. So grab a drink and join us. We've got a wide range of celebrity guests and Hollywood insiders to discuss pop culture, publishing, and entertainment. And we'll provide you with an unfiltered and sometimes brutally honest show about Hollywood. As we like to say, we don't dish, we serve. Listen and follow Two Guys from Hollywood on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. We'll talk at you soon.
right, coast to coast with Pharrell. We're at FanDuel Sportsbook in the Meadowlands. Uh, just so you know, uh, I was talking about the podcast, so I, I'm not that uh, sophisticated. I don't know, like, all the rules and such and how Mafia does things. He's a lot smarter than me. All I know is is that it's going to be up there today in, let's just say, a couple hours. And then wherever podcasts are available, iTunes and the like. And then it'll be definitely up at midnight and 5 a.m. every day on the Fantasy Sports Network and Fantasy Sports Radio Network on those apps and on those networks, right? So and you're going to be able to hear it. You're going to be able to find it. And all you're going to have to do is, is search uh, Pharrell on the bench. And then, boom, you're going to get it. So... Uh, I think on the first episode today, I do a lot of uh, the story of what happened to my friend, and uh, it and it's just so awful. It, it happened in front of his wife and kids. Like the whole, they saw it happen, and it was just so heinous what happened. I can't even describe to you uh, the scene at that ski resort. I mean, it was just really bad. And uh, going on without him and living life without him is just a, a very scary proposition. I've been through this. Uh, I lost my mother when I was a kid. I just buried my father in uh, in July. I buried my wife's father in November. I'm not trying to be grim today either, folks. I got to tell you, this is life. This is real. This is uh, what's happening. You know, it's happening right before your very eyes. And um, it's traumatic and it's difficult. It's tough. There's no way to understand it or make sense of it. It's crazy. It's uh, no joke. So um, I do a lot of that on the podcast. I also talk a lot on the podcast of how I ended up at Sports Grid, which is a really good story. As you know, uh, my uh, enemy in life is Idiot Face, and I tell the story, Carver High of Idiot Face, <laughs> and how much I want Idiot Face to go skiing. I, I can't wait to go back and listen <laughs> to the story that you tell. I, I'm, I'm excited to listen to that tonight and see uh, where you went with it. I can't also, wait. there's a Super Bowl talk on there with Carver High. Little guest appearance. Yeah, a nice little blast from Carver High on, on the Super Bowl. So the very first episode, one of the uh, mistakes they made here at Sports Grid was when uh, the boss... Uh, Cardano said to me, I like his name too, by the way, Cardano. It just sounds like a mob boss, doesn't it? It does. So Cardano comes up to me and he says, I need you to do a podcast every day and uh, you can do anything you want. <laughs> and I was like, what? Anything I want? I can talk about anything? I can do whatever? Like, no rules, no laws, no limits, no love, laws, money, trash, talking, line, driving a grind, living his line, hollow, double, hollow, double. We're hanging out in the vandals, bars, bucking the Meadowlands, but the bridge still freezes for shaking. And he was like, what? And I was like, yeah, all right. So the first uh, episode is a lot about um, carnage and then a lot about hatred and then <laughs> the last segment's about football. So I barely do any sports cover high, but I did do a nice chunk, like a 12-minute chunk with you, didn't I? You did. We talked a little Super Bowl in that, but you know what? That's okay because you're going to talk sports here on Coast to Coast and on In Game Live. So you give somebody, give the people a little extra on the podcast. There's nothing wrong with that. Well, the podcast cannot be about uh, that, like the night's games, because right. it's going to run at midnight and 5 a.m. So it'll be of but no value. So I'm going to talk about, uh, you know, life. Uh, 
you know, things like my 120-pound dog that that kills people. But but these are things that I think are going to be really interesting <laughs> to people is you're going to get into stories and, and things like that that you might not get into on Coast to Coast. So that's going to be the fun part of it because you got a, a lot of wild and crazy stuff that goes on with you. So I'm interested to hear listen to all of it. So I did uh, mention, I think, on, on the first podcast that I ended up sleeping with Shakira and J-Lo last night after <laughs> the Super Bowl. <laughs> did you like that? Did you like the halftime show? That ended up working out pretty well for me there. <laughs> the halftime show was good. So were you surprised at all that, um, as I was mentioning earlier in the Super Bowl, when they got the ball back at Kansas City after they had scored on the Kelsey catch, that and, and then the Niners failed after the third down bomb by Garoppolo, you know, and you got to talk about that pass because if it were Brady, if it were Eli, let's face facts, they threw dimes. If it were them, they were and, – and Terry Bradshaw to, to Stallworth and Swan, he threw dimes, right? And then Garoppolo uh, overthrew him by eight yards. On the third down bomb, you connect there, you win the game. Instead, on fourth down, he gets in the grab, sacked, then they give the ball back, and then how in God's name do you let him uh, run in a touchdown and not, and not stop them and call three timeouts? How does that happen? Yeah, look, I think that there's a lot of plays in this game that you're going to be able to go back to and say, what were the 49ers doing here? Uh, and it's hard because I think, like you said, a lot of people are going to get on Jimmy G today. I'm not really going to do that. He should have made hit that pass to Sanders. There's no question about it. That is a throw he has to make. But for me, Scotty, it falls on Kyle Shanahan. I thought Gar Garoppolo played great the whole game up until that fourth quarter. They asked him to do a little too much there. Run the football. It is what got you there. You did it against Minnesota. You did it against Green Bay. You had a 10-point lead with seven minutes to go. Run the football and finish the game out. That's it. But didn't you think that, uh, in essence, that the, the Chiefs were actually doing a decent job against the run? late in that game because i mean they were getting five yard pops i'll give you that but it was never much more than that was it well they were getting five yards on first down and then they were throwing on second and third so i don't know this is just what shanahan did in the super bowl a couple years ago when he was the oc for the falcons they had a 28 to 3 lead for some reason he kept throwing the football i don't know why and the same thing happened to him yesterday not as big a lead but he had enough of a lead where he, he could have ran the rock he didn't do it and it cost them again. I will never, Scotty, bet on that gentleman in a big game ever. So, uh, you know, we've always talked about guys that don't win big games. Uh, remember, it was Kirk Cousins was the number one guy uh, of not being able to win a big game. But he finally won a big game. And now you're saying that the onus has shifted to Kyle Shanahan. Well, look, I mean, it's not like Kyle Shannon. He's got playoff wins, obviously, this year. He got to the Super Bowl. I'm not going to take that away from him. But on the biggest stage, twice now, he has completely gone in the tank in the second half of these games. In a 28-3 lead <laughs> with Atlanta. He had a 10-point lead last night, Scott, with seven minutes to go with the best rushing offense in the NFL. And he's throwing passes on second and third down. He deserved to lose the game. He got exactly what he had coming to him. Well, you know what he's got coming to him now is a big new contract that they're going to give him. Is, <laughs> hey, the guy, go ahead. Is Have that fun. a mistake? Uh, a mistake. You know, he's one of the bright young minds in the game. So oh, I, oh, is he a genius, I, 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 too? I mean, is he in the genius club with uh, McVay? Uh, I don't know if he's in the McVay territory of genius. I know, that he, you know, he's been the same amount of Super Bowls at him as a, as a head coach now. So he's kind of on the same plane. But he didn't get it done, Scott. For me, he didn't get it done. I'm not blaming Jimmy G. 
You want to get on their D a little bit? I can get on their D because their D is supposed to be great, right? Right. Their D also fell apart in the fourth quarter. So it is what it is. I have to say, I thought that their uh, their pass defense was horrid. I thought they were terrible. They were, you know, what they were doing. It was pretty obvious to me, and I think everybody else, that they were playing off of them based on their speed in such a dramatic fashion, so erratically. Like, they were giving them, like, it, it was like they were playing 10 yards off of these guys because they knew they were going to get roasted. And then the coverage on Hill was the most anemic thing I've ever seen. They literally uh, were scared to death of it. Yeah, it took them a while to finally get the big play going. But you saw in those last couple drives where they took the lead, Hill finally got loose on one. He cut back to the inside. That's where Mahomes hit him with that big play. You saw the play also, huge play, where Watkins absolutely burned Richard Sherman, the play that got them down for the goal. Oh, God. Down. So this is the kind of stuff that I was looking at at the end of last week, saying they are faster than their defensive backs. It took a while. And, Scotty, for me, Mahomes had, you know, for the first three quarters, probably the worst game he had played in his life up until then, but he washed it all away in the fourth quarter. All right, so you know, uh, just so, because we started here last week on, on Coast to Coast and in game live on Sports Grid, you know, you and I, Mafia, everybody. So you know as well as I do that in the wild cards, in the divisional semis, in the title games, I won a ton of bets, right? Yes. I, documented? Yes. I lost the Super Bowl. Fair enough. Uh, I got beat on that. I have to tell you, though, um, when I'm sitting there watching a game, and I said before this game on this on this sports grid network, I said there's there's a couple things I'm worried about for sure with the Chiefs, and that's uh, Mahomes and their speed, their receivers, you know, uh, all of them. Literally, I, you know, even Sammy Watkins, I think, is is very dangerous. I thought, you know, all of them were, you know. To be dealt with in a, they had to be very concerned about the situation at hand, and it ended up burning them. Right, I thought their speed killed them, and I thought the other thing was is how Mahomes always Carver High made the play when Bosa uh, chased him in the, uh, out of the pocket and dove after his ankle and hit his the back of his calf. You know, if that's Derek Carr, he goes down. If it's anyone else. You know, literally in the league even. I think maybe, maybe Rodgers and Mahomes get away from him there, which Mahomes did, right? Anyone else in the league, literally, famous Jameis would have gone down even, uh, you name it, Trubisky, he would have gone down before he got out of the pocket. But, but I just thought that every single time that they needed a play, Mahomes came through for him. Every time. It didn't matter what. If he was under pressure, about to get sacked, even when he got the ball knocked out of his hand and fumbled, he still recovered it. The guy made every single play. He did, and that's the thing that led me to bet on the Chiefs in this game. I thought that they had the best player on the field. And at times, maybe he didn't show it through the first three quarters, but he showed it in the fourth quarter. And that boasts a play, you're right. And that was, surprised me too, Scott, when I talk about the Niner defense. It seemed like for the first three quarters of that game, they were getting so much pressure on him. Maybe they weren't getting the sacks. You had the one play where Bosa stripped the ball out of his hand. You, you had so much pressure they were building on Mahomes, and it was causing him to make some bad throws. It just wasn't there in the fourth quarter. Maybe they ran out of gas. Well, I'll say this. Uh, real quick, were you surprised at all? Because uh, did you think they were going to 
lose that you were going to lose the bag, that they weren't going to get it done because you had to be worried at some point. Don't tell me you had this in the bag the no, whole day. No, 2010, uh, seven minutes to go, I thought it was over. All right, so uh, we'll come back and talk more about the Super Bowl later, all the games in the NBA tonight, uh, and some good college games, three of them, three in the NHL as well, for all coast to coast. Want to light the lamp on DraftKings and FanDuel this NHL DFS season? Then join DailyRoto.com and learn from the best daily fantasy sports players. Get updated fantasy hockey projections for NHL DFS, line combinations, and build stacks for tournaments in the Daily Roto NHL DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy hockey without using Daily Roto, you are doing it wrong. Enter the promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. All right, little, uh, oh, listen to this one. I'm dazed and confused. All right, uh, for all coast to coast, uh, Carver High's here with me. Uh, don't forget later in uh, the second hour, our boy Scotty Wetzel join us from uh, Studio 34. Is that what they call it? I think they do. I call it the Renaissance. Anyway, we're going to talk to him about all the NBA games tonight and college rack tonight. And there were tons of upsets on Saturday in college basketball. There's three NHL games tonight as well. We'll get into that. So, Carver Hyde, tell me about your um, your props. Now, I know I did, like, 500 props. Well, that's, that's why I think that, like, Mafia is probably still tallying them all up because you had so many props right. that we're still trying to get the – the final tally, which he'll try to get. I don't know how well I did because I, you know, I bet on. Uh, There's so the many Niners. to get through. I, listen, I'll say it again. I'll say it a thousand times. When you're up ten with seven minutes to go, you got to win the the deal. You got to close close the game. You got to win. You got to win that game. You're up twenty to ten. You have got to win that game. And they choked. There's no other way around it. Let's not be nice and all this civility and wonderful and happy and joyous and, and let's just all be friends. Nonsense to that. Screw that. They blew it. That's all there is to it. Shanahan choked again. He got fancy, started complaining to the refs about everything. Uh, I'll give you the guy stepped out of bounds. I thought that was a missed call for sure. That was an important call, Carver High, at the goal line. And they acted like it was no big deal. They're like, it's not, you know, definitive. We, it, It's too inconclusive. Like, I was like, are you kidding me? I, I actually, I, I really, you know, I, I'm obviously on the Chiefs. So I want the Chiefs to score there and win the game. So you were happy. I was, of course, happy. But, man, the decision that Andy Reid could have had if they call that out at the one and it's fourth and goal from the one field goal ties the game at 20 what does he do if they call that there that would have been such a huge moment i think that he would have had to kick it scotty i really do so what are your props that you uh, ended up hitting for everybody well i think that the biggest prop and probably has been the most talked about prop right is what happened with this patrick mahomes rushing yards prop um, I mean, I had it at 31 and a half. I know it was 30 in a couple places, things like that. But he was way over it. He had those couple of scrambles in the fourth quarter. He was at 43, 44 yards rushing. So me, Scotty, I put that, that bet to bed. I said, that's a loss. And then he starts taking those knees. 
at the end of the game when the Chiefs get the ball back and he's running like four or five yards backwards. And <laughs> suddenly I realized on the second or third one, he's losing yards here. We actually might have a chance. And it goes from 44 down to 29, Scotty, to cash me that under 31 and a half. How about that for a miraculous? So you ended up hitting that. I ended and, up hitting it because of all the needs. And everybody <laughs> lost tons of money. More money was on the over on that bet. So people had that bet in the bag. He had 40-plus yards rushing, takes three knees. He's running backwards. And I'm sitting there going, I'm going to hit this thing. I can't believe it. Well, how did he lose that many yards? Because it wasn't like he was just taking a, a straight, you know, snapping the ball right. and going right down. They were trying to kill more clock. So he would take the snap, and he was like kind of running around behind the line of scrimmage, and he goes back four or five yards and then takes the knee. He did it two or three times. It added up to 15 yards he lost on the three of them. What a win. I loved it. So now you've been hitting prop bets uh, like crazy. We had, on, a, we had a good day yesterday. But I mean, on like I, re I remember uh, last week when we started doing the shows, Friday night uh, you went wild. Thursday and Friday. Thursday night we had a three for three in the NHL. We hit a bunch of props. We hit, a, we hit the Kyrie threes on Friday night right. and another NHL prop. So we've been doing really good with the props. But, Scott, I, yesterday – Three for three on the player props. We had, the, of course, the Mahomes under, uh, I actually, 30 and a half rushing yards I had. So I, I right. snuck that one out. I had Kyle Juszczyk. What a game he had, Scott. Over 11 and a half rushing and receiving yards. He had the touchdown. He had the touchdown. That was a 15-yard touchdown. I had, I had that over right in the first half. That was a winner. Tyree Kill over 76 and a half receiving yards. We got that on the bomb that he threw there uh, in the fourth quarter. What was he at before the bomb? Uh, the bomb put him at like 90 something. So I guess that was what a, fi a 40, 50. Yard How play? bad oh. was that? Uh, just the atrocious coverage on that bomb. I that, mean, you got to be kidding you me. You like, can't leave a safety. What, they left Ward. What back was Ward there. doing back there? You cannot leave a safety alone with Tyree Kill in the secondary, especially at that point in the game. He zigged and zagged him, out and went in, and then boom, he was now, gone. Now, do you think like because you talked about Sherman earlier? Do you think that by him getting just absolutely peeled on that pass by Watkins, that they'll that's enough for them, like, you know, uh, management and, and Shanahan's staff, Lynch and company, to decide that he's finished, like that he doesn't have it anymore. He can't cover anyone speed-wise that, is, that is, he's shot. I mean, he's good if you want to play zone, that's for sure, but I, you don't want him manning up, especially with guys as fast as Sammy Watkins, Tyree Kill, Hardman, you don't want him in. But did up you see how guys. bad he looked on that play? He looked like he was play, 80. The Watkins play was awful. He, <laughs> he looked so 80. bad on the Watkins play. Watkins had a pretty decent game for them. How about Sammy coming through for the Chiefs with a good game? Listen, <laughs> once the, year. I have to be honest, once the bet was lost and I was having a really bad weekend with my friend dying. Of course you were. I, I mean, a really bad, I was just, I haven't cried in 20 years. I was bawling all day Saturday with my friends. We were all so miserable. And uh, so what I did was, you won't believe this, but I tell it like it is, Carver. I, I turn, I immediately, I couldn't take it, right? I was not interested in the confetti and all the speeches and all the hugging and kissing. So I, uh, I turned the channel and I watched uh, Liam Neeson in uh, Cold Pursuit. Now, have you seen that movie? I where, have not seen well, Cold Pursuit, no. <laughs> so in this movie, his son is, uh, I don't know, uh, kidnapped 
and he's taken, uh, for, like he's involved. He saw a coke deal go down, so they kidnap him to keep his mouth shut. It was like a 10-kilo deal, right? So they shot him up with heroin and killed him, right? So Liam Neeson goes on this just absolute killing spree to catch everyone that uh, was involved, the drug dealer, the drug kingpin, the, the local seller, the street dr drug dealer, all the, you know, the gang, all the bad people that were involved in this uh, kid dying. And it was literally like, I mean, it was like 50 people were involved. And one by one, he killed them all. And I'm just spoiling it for everyone right now, and I want to do that. <laughs> I don't have to watch now. This no. is perfect for me. We're this too busy. Great. We're too busy watching. <laughs> We're too busy watching uh, sports, NBA, college rack, and NHL, and getting ready for you know conference tournaments in March Madness. We're way too busy uh, to watch movies, like especially Liam Neeson movies. You know what's weird? His wife died in a skiing accident. Did you know that? I did not. So my buddy uh, died in a skiing accident. So. I watched Cold Pursuit, and the best part of it was watching him uh, not only kill everyone, but then the, the drug dealers killed everyone else. So everyone was killing everyone, and I saw like, I mean like 50 to 75 people get killed, and I mean in very dramatic, ugly fashion. It was awesome, and I enjoy watching pain and suffering on television, I just wanted to say that. So I didn't watch all the so you celebratory stuff. You didn't want to watch the Andy Reid love fest. You I couldn't do it. Any of that. Patrick Mahomes saying, "I want to go to Disney World." You weren't involved in it. I'm not. I just can't do it. And I'm happy for. Now listen, you won't believe this, but I was born in Kansas City. I was born in St. Luke's Hospital in Kansas City, Missouri. You interned at KCTV, right? I did. Now listen to this. I was an intern for Kevin Harlan. Uh, the you know the play-by-play -play legendary yes. guy on TNT and NBA and Westwood One and, and Westwood One and everything. he does football and everything else. So I was an intern for uh, Kevin Harlan back in the day in 1986, a long time ago, and I was born in Kansas City. I lived in Kansas City, you know, when I worked at KCTV5, and my uncle lives in Kansas City, and when I was a kid, I'm not even lying to you, so my, my grandpa was an artist, right, and so he, he painted on the wall of my bedroom as a child a, a photo of a, an entire wall, the, the, the size of the wall, up, to, you know, from head to toe, it was Jan Stenerud, the legendary Chiefs the, kicker. The kicker? He was kicking a uh, field goal with the one-bar helmet. He, he was rocking the one-bar. Legendary. And uh, Jan Stenerud, I had him on the wall in my house, in my bedroom as a child. And uh, and I also met Len Dawson at Arrowhead Stadium in 1972. And you saw the picture, Carver. I, I posted it on uh, Twitter. It, remember me in the plaid oh, pants? Oh, that is some uh, shot. I was rocking the we got We're going to have to find that and retweeted for the sports grid crowd now that right. we're on sports grid we have to find that because that shot of you in arrowhead in no slacks i mean we gotta can find you even thing. believe that i bet um, against the chiefs with all that juice i had I, going with being born there knowing uh len dawson working for kevin harlan at kctv5 and my uncle lives in kansas city and i used to eat at gates barbecue and i still butchered the pick bad job by you it's a bad job you got to know that stuff going in uh <laughs> It's a failure. It's an utter failure on my part. Just a disaster. <laughs> so, oh, the humanity of it all. Let me ask you this. What? Uh, Mahomes I hit with the MVP for plus 110. It was the easiest, nice. you know, to go. But, you know, did you think that maybe Damian Williams, who was a really juicy plus like 3,200 to win the MVP, did you think that maybe he should have won that over Mahomes? Or you knew that no matter what, if they won the game, they were going to give it to him?
Well, I don't think they were going to give it to Williams. I thought he had a great game, you know, when they cheated on the touchdown at the goal line. That was that was a great job at them cheating. And then uh, the last touchdown was when the, uh, let's face facts, when the Niners quit and realized that they were going to lose the Super Bowl, so they quit playing. So, no, you got to give it to the rock star quarterback who is suddenly now the greatest quarterback that's ever lived. Coast to coast with Pharrell and Carver High. Want to light the lamp on DraftKings and FanDuel this NHL DFS season? Then join DailyRoto.com and learn from the best daily fantasy sports players. Get updated fantasy hockey projections for NHL DFS, line combinations, and build stacks for tournaments in the Daily Roto NHL DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy hockey without using Daily Roto, you are doing it wrong. Enter the promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. Pharrell, coast to coast. We're in the FanDuel Sportsbook at the Meadowlands, and it's uh, packed in here today, and there's a lot of uh, great action going on with the ponies, and uh, the best part of it is the just disruptive language going on here. Carver, you got to admit, there's some just real juicy bombs being thrown across the room here. I, I mean, mean, that's one of the best parts about being here. Profanity. People get so into it with the horses which is right near us and you're right it's crowded here today there must be a lot of people who had the chiefs they're all picking up their stacks they're doing they're having a lot of fun so uh good atmosphere here what do you think carver high uh i'm close to a master's jacket here or is it more you are you're looking sharp is this more of an olive what do you think i think you're looking good i mean it might be a little bit of olive in there but i think that you're looking very strong all right i'm working on my game as you know, I'm, wor- I'm working on my game. I know you are. All right, so tell me, uh, in fact, I think I look fantastic. Shake out. Tell me what you think of um, the rest of your uh, props, because a lot of them, uh, the, uh, what did you call them, cross-sport the cross, props? Those cross-sports, we swept them. You swept them. Four So you're now becoming the, uh, the, the, basically the toast of sports grid. <laughs> no, when it comes to that. Well, yeah, you are. <laughs> I'm so not saying So you're that. better than everyone else at prop betting. And that, I mean, you've already hit like 90% of your prop bets over the last four days. We're on a heater. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and now today. I'm sure you got some props for tonight. Yes, I got but, three NHL, but, three NBA. We'll do them later. Literally, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and Sunday in the Super Bowl, you have hit more prop bets than anyone on the face of the earth, let alone on Sports Grid. Everyone here at even the FanDuel Sportsbook is very jealous of you. Well, we had to sweat out a couple of these cross-sport ones that we did. What were they? Well, we had the Penguins and the Caps goals, which ended up being seven, a 4-3 win for the Penguins yesterday. I watched that game. It so was great. we had the seven goals against Travis Kelsey receptions. Kelsey ended with six receptions, so we cashed that one. That was a win. Cash. We had Zion points. Now, Zion had a huge first half yesterday for the Pelicans. He finished with 21 points, and we were laying three and a half against Mostert rushing attempts. I honestly thought there was no way we were going to win this one, especially when the 49ers got up. You thought they were going to pound the rock with Mostert. They did not. He finished with 12 rushing attempts. We cashed that one with Zion, so that was So you needed it to be 18? Yes, uh, 18 we, we needed uh, actually seven. Yeah, 18 we would have lost. Right. He could, 17 or less we were a win. All right, so you won that one. Next one we had was I thought there was no way we were going to get this either. Right. Nick Bosa, solo and assisted tackles, uh, minus a half. 
Uh, he had five in the game against Blue Jacket goals. The Blue Jacket scored four goals yesterday against Montreal. I was looking for, you know, one or two. I thought that Blue Jacket number would be a little low. They end up scoring four. I said, ah, forget this one. Bosa ends up with five uh, tackles. So but he had a great game. He had a great game, I thought, Bosa. Played really well. And then the last one for the sweep. Oh, I got to tell you before you, before you tell I said this earlier on Coast to Coast, but honestly, the when he chased Mahomes. Oh, and, and, he, and he had him on the uh, leg. He tapped him on the back of the I leg. I mean, he, yeah. he, when he dove, I literally, because I, I was obviously, I went to a party, right? And I was so devastated that my friend died. I, I left. I left the party. What I did was, Carver, how you would have been proud of me. I ate all the guy's food. And then <laughs> you had it. You had yourself a big plate, and then, right. then you then you went home. Well, I had about seven <laughs> plates. Carver, I, I did that to my buddy too. I stopped I, at my friend's house. He had a big spread. I got there about two thirty, three o'clock. I left at five forty-five. <laughs> I was home for kickoff. So I have the seafood diet, as you know. Yes. I seafood. I eat it. And what I did was. Uh, I ate, so that this one dude showed up with like three boxes of Dunkin' Donuts, and I literally, I opened them for him. The guy's like, he brought them in the kitchen. I barely knew the guy, and I'm like, here, let me help you with those. You know how they tape them? They jimmy them with like yeah. tape. So I, I literally tore the boxes open. I dusted off about seven donuts, oh. and then the guy brought out meatballs. Carver Eyes, you know I'm a oh, huge fan of meatballs. You love meatballs. So, didn't like didn't I order meatballs Friday night at the Versa? You did. Uh, and <laughs> so this guy had like 15 meatballs in this tray, and I ate like 12 of them. Wow. In a row. So then, you, had you had seven donuts. You had 12 meatballs. Yes. Anything else? Yes. Showed up anymore? I ate an entire bowl of uh, Tostitos with um, tomato cuts, you know, little dinky tomato cuts they put on uh, bruschetta oh, and man. salsa. So I was double dipping tomatoes with salsa and cranking chips, and I ate the entire bowl, which was a giant party-sized bag of, of Tostitos. I, I, I ate the whole bag, the entire bag. I mean, honestly, you probably, you know, did I know you wanted to leave. You wanted to go home and, and, be, and be quiet. Right. You probably needed a nap after now all listen, that. I mean, honestly. You know, I love the, um, what are they, uh, the little hot dogs, pigs in a blanket. Yeah. So I rocked at least 20 of those dipped in horseradish mustard. So I was rocking the spicy meatballs and the spicy pigs in a blanket. And I ate like 20 of those. Then I went home and basically watched the rest of the game. And I, when Bosa dove after uh, Mahomes' foot, f like foot, and I, I literally dove across the room at, at Boston, my dog, and tried to tackle him. And then I, uh, I started passing gas for the next hour and a half because I had oh, eaten so many meatballs. I bet you did. Jeez. I had gas all night. In fact, I had the fan go, <laughs> going on in my, in my bedroom. And I was able to literally, some of my uh, rips were so fantastic that they were actually making music with the fan wind blowing in the room. So I would rip, and then it would, you'd hear like a concerto of Bach or Beethoven in the Fifth Symphony with my wind, if you can catch my drift. I think anyway, I, go back to the prop bet you were talking right, about. Very important to know fuck. about my eating habits and my gas. So we should have set the prop for Shame. you or how much you were going to eat on Sunday. That should have been a prop. Right. We could have got action at that here at the fan duel, right? I mean, <laughs> come on. We could have put a little line up there. Twelve meatballs. How, much will for, how many meatballs will Farrell eat? Now, now we know, Twelve. Now we know next year for the Super Bowl. We got to get that prop on the board. Right. How many meatballs will Farrell eat? Super 
Sunday. Uh, the final cross-sport prop for the sweep was we have the longest touchdown drive of the game. Right. Minus two and a half yards against St. John's points against Georgetown. Now, they what did scored, they do? They scored 72 points. Okay. They, they choked a huge lead at home. Uh, and they and, lost and they, to the Hoyas? They lost to the Hoyas, but the main thing was they scored 72 points. So we needed 75 or more for the longest drive. The first Chief touchdown was a 75-yard drive. I remember. early cash for that one as well. I remember. Uh, four for four on the cross-sport props yesterday, Scott. That's huge impressive. Bag. Now, um, how demented uh, do you think that I am that I actually – had 500 prop bets going. Yeah, we talked about this at the end of last week. <laughs> the amount of props that you were involved with was honestly, it's sickening. It really is. But you got a lot of action going. I get that. I can only handle, you know, around 15, you know, 15 so, to 17. But I hit nine or 10 of those 15 to 17. So I had a good day. So, you know, I, I have a, a shrink, as you know, Carver High. And uh, it's very important that everyone has uh, strong mental health. As you know, I'm a big fan of that. Big time. And you know who taught me how to do the shrink thing was my uh, dear friend Howard Stern. So Howard taught me that I need to have a shrink. So, um, you know, uh, my shrink, you would think that he would call me up and talk about my friend dying, right? But he called me up to uh, discuss the problem of having over 500 prop bets made. <laughs> he said that I have a massive gambling problem. I understand. And that anyone that bets 500 prop bets on one game has a real issue to deal with in life. And he did not mention how do I cope with the loss of my friend. He was worried about the loss of massive amounts of money. Uh, because he didn't think that my check that I wrote him for his services would cash, as you know. If I don't pay the piper, I can't get my mental health strong, Carver High. Well, it's a, that's why you need to take care of yourself. You've got a lot of action every night. You're here. You're doing sports grid every day now, which is awesome. So you need that little little cool down every once in a while. You know, PharrellInTheBench.com does great with uh, the fans. They love buying my picks, and they love uh, the results and the money I make them. And... Um, I think that uh, it's important that I hit bets, uh, more important that I hit bets than I think uh, being a father or being a good lover. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's more important to hit bets. Don't forget, Scott Wetzel's coming up in the uh, second hour of Coast to Coast. Uh, Carver High, I wanted to talk really quick uh, before uh, Scott gets in here in the second hour about all the uh, games on Saturday and upsets. Uh, some of the great bets I made, by the way, uh, the San Francisco Dons covering against Gonzaga. Did they you like getting, that? They were getting a lot of wood in that game, right? I, I, I got a lot of wood. And then uh, Texas Tech covered against Kansas in nice. uh, Allen Fieldhouse. As you know, did you know, Carver, I, that not one team in the history of Allen Fieldhouse has ever gotten a call? No, and I'm sure the same will be for Texas tonight when they go there. Same thing at uh, Cameron Indoor. <laughs> no thing. team has ever gotten a whistle well, on you're, their you're, side. They're never going to get calls at Duke, at Kentucky, at Kansas. Uh, anybody else? Right. Like North Carolina? Oh, yeah. You know, if the places like Isn't that. Isn't it great watching North calls. Carolina suck these days? It's awesome. I love every second of it. I got to tell you, it's, it. it's fantastic. Uh, so, uh, Florida State beat Vontek in Blacksburg. I Hit that game. Louisville won big at Raleigh against NC State. Uh, Dayton won against Fordham, but they didn't cover. Oh, How about the Rams covering? Creighton upset Nova and Philadelphia. 76-61. They beat their ass. There was a lot of upsets on Saturday. I hit, Duke, I hit Duke at Syracuse. They covered that six spot. Xavier beat Seton Hall. Mafia was very upset with that. In fact, he kicked me in the shin 
when his team got beat that badly. I mean, they got owned by 12. Stanford upset Oregon at Palo Alto. You knew that would happen. West Virginia beat K-State in Morgantown. How about Auburn beating Kentucky by nine in Auburn? And then Wisconsin won at Cole. I told you on the show, did I not talk to uh, Smitty and KW on Friday night, Carver High? You did? I said, you go to Cole on a Saturday, you're not, it's not going to go well. You're not going to get any calls. They beat them by one. Providence went to the Hinkle Fieldhouse in Indianapolis and beat Butler. Unbelievable. Colorado handled their business at USC and beat up on the Trojans big by 21. Cincinnati by a bucket over Houston in the Queen City. LSU by 10 over Ole Miss at Baton Rouge, Pete Maravich Center. And then um, Tulsa upset Wichita State at Tulsa. I gave you Tulsa in that one to upset them. Penn State won in Nebraska. I hit that. And I got the Rutgers game wrong. How about, uh, Carver, I had Michigan to start with. Remember when I thought the game was in Ann Arbor? Yes, the game was at MSG. Then I found out the game was at MSG, and I flipped. And, and the Ma- place was filled with Michigan Listen, fans. Mafia always tells me, <laughs> if you flip your bat, you're going to lose. And then what he does is, just so you know, there's a little secret about, about Pharrell. So when I flip bets and get them wrong, Mafia gives me the uh, double finger wet spank on the wrist. 100 mile an hour. Whap! Whap! He leaves giant marks on my wrists like I've been hitting the needle. Sticking needles in her arm. That was my Mick Jagger for you. Pharrell, coast to coast with Cover High. Ever wondered how a book gets made into a movie? Or how to master the art of cooking? Either way, we've got you covered with the Two Guys from Hollywood podcast. I'm Alan Nevins, a literary agent and talent manager. And I'm Joey Santos, a columnist and celebrity chef. On our podcast, we're going to be serving you a fresh perspective of the entertainment industry alongside our favorite celebrity guests. As we like to say, we don't dish, we serve. Listen and follow Two Guys from Hollywood on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. We'll talk at you soon. Hey everyone, it's Michelle Williams, and I love being able to share my story with you on my podcast, Checking In with Michelle Williams, where my guests and I, we get real as we share the ups and downs of our mental health journeys, and I'd love for you to join me. Hey, it's going to be your church and your turn up. So listen to Checking In with Michelle Williams every Tuesday, a part of the Black Effect on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.